so simple. A lot of achrayas, a lot of responsibilities. This is very, it's big stuff to keep on coming. It's been a while already and I'm very uh, inspired. Every morning I see Hevra coming for learning. It's very inspiring to me. Much more than I probably express it. So I asked Mechila for not expressing that enough, but it's very inspiring and pushes me, just Bifrat, to also just keep on going strong. It's a shakrach to every, every one of you. Also, Shkayach, who's, who's breakfast today? Rabbi Gimpel, thank you very much. Me and Ari together. You and Ari together? Ari mostly there? Today, we have, this morning, we have, we have exciting learning. Because we opened up our hearts yesterday to that first piece in the Ish Kaidish. The first piece, the Rebbe, Rebbe Klonimus Kalman, Chesech Etzadik Kalish Levracha, taught us from the, from the ghetto in 1939. And what I have today, we're going to get to it in a bit, is I have a summary of everything that that, that, that first piece we did 
by Rav Weinberger. I, I wrote, I have him teaching it, and I transcribed his shir and edited it just to give us an exact, especially for the chavah that weren't here yesterday. This will put us right into the back into the Torah, the amazing Torah we learned yesterday, which was surrounded around this pasuk ki imcha hasmicha leman tivar. Did anyone have that pop out during Shir Malas this morning? Since the concept of slicha is within you, in order so that your name becomes greater in the world and that people fear you. This is kind of what we're trying to nail home as we're going towards, towards Yom Kippur, which is called as Yom HaSlicha Ve'akapara. So in order to get a bigger picture of what this concept really means, look at the page in front of you. This is from a shir from Rav Yitzchak Ginsburg. The one, I, the one I gave out right now this morning. I, I'm sorry. I, I, there must be some floating around because I gave around. I gave a bunch yesterday too. It's probably in your in your. Yeah, yeah. I gave it out yesterday. I gave it out yesterday. Um, I, it, it must be in your in your uh, in the booklets. If if, I, if you were here yesterday, I gave it out and I told you to. Kimcha smicha. Okay. So we'll do this. It's, it's, it's uh, what we're going to be seeing is learning the pshat. You know, it's so important that we have Rashi and we have Ibn Ezra today. Maybe we, maybe we'll even get to the Malbim as well. But to see how the Rishonim learned, understood basic concepts that we build big, you know, build big buildings of Hasidic Shapirushiman, It's very important. To always go back to go back to the beginning. Let's just see how Rashi, the, the Rebbe, at Shlomo Yitzchaki, how Rashi himself understands this concept. And also we have here the Ibn Ezra is going to explain to us this concept of well, as well. Because the point that we want to get to is that we show up to Yom Kippur and we have one thing in mind. Today is a day of forgiveness. And if I want to become godly, if I want to become a godly person, then I have to also figure out how to become a true emesdika forgiver. It's probably harder to be an emesdika forgiver than it is to ask for mechila. That's what I think. Could be I'm wrong, but I, I, I'm getting, I'm feeling this more and more. To, to come to a place to ask Mechila is huge. But to be Moichel, like Hashem, like, like, like on a godly level, not, not saying it's attainable, but for that to be the Sheifa, the aspiration, that seems to me to be like one with Hashem on Yom Kippur. Because as much as Hashem forgives you, you need to forgive yourself. It's not just a cute saying, there's something very concrete to it. Very concrete to it. So please look inside. This is from a shir that Rabbi Yitzchak Yitzchak gave a few years back between Yom Kippur and Sukkot. Peirush Rashi. Elav velole midotav. Let's see what he says over here. Yesh nei perushim ikarim bepshat ha-pasuk Rashi ve-ibn Ezra. What's the question? Ha-sheila, ma kesher ben ki imcha smicha What's the kesha between you are, slicha is with you? That's one thing. In order that you be feared and awed is another thing. Shaila is, what's the kesha between the two? You hear, that? you hear the question? Please say no. No. Thank you. I mean, please say no if you don't understand the question. <laughs> you are all individuals. <laughs> I mean, if, if 
in order for us to fear you, you because you hold the uh, ability to forgive us and for us to to be uh, to weigh life clean. Right. Therefore, we we fear you. Meaning, it, it's within you. The power is within you. So therefore. No, you're giving a perush on the pasuk. No, What's the question, though? You're giving a perush. You're explaining the kesher. What's the question he's asking? He's asking what's the kesher, really. I, I don't necessarily know the answer. I'm just saying what I've always thought, which I'm not even sure what that means. We have a. It's, it's a. We we can understand what the two things mean. Kimcha slicha is one thing. Slicha is with you. Leman tivare. People should fear you. The shaila is. What's the kesher between these two concepts? Well, There's a simple kesher. Uh, really. Right. <coughs> no, there is. Because if someone has the power to give or withhold slicha, he has power over you. Ah, so this is, this is you're going down to the Rishonim. Very good. Rashi Masbir. Can I tell you something, Ajak? When you talk, I mamish always feel like, I, I always feel like you're, you always, on the level, you could hold rank with like Abaya and Rava, because and, and, the way your mind works... I oh he's always sitting with the Rishonim. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, right. No, there's something. It's it's amazing. Rashi must be. No, I could see you like screaming at Rav and Shmuel. I could see you like pounding at them. You know? <laughs> what kind of question is that? I could see you like like Rav Papa and you going for a boxing match. Amazing. Oh, but seriously. <laughs> And that's a compliment, by the way. I figured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rashi ki if slicha is just with you, meaning on its own, that means e if avanot al Meaning, the only the concept of forgiveness of feeling you're like you're forgiven is only by Hashem. Doesn't matter if a malach comes and tells you you're okay. Now, for, I think for what he's saying is, it doesn't matter if a Rebbe comes and says, oh, it's okay, you tried your best. In your heart, you know, I can only feel forgiven by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the concept of being a forgiveness is only by Hashem. Ki imcha haslicha. Ela rak imcha haslicha. Lachen, therefore, leman tivare. What does that mean? Yesh, since the concept of slicha can only be done via you, Yesh liyira rak me'ashem. Person should have fear only from Hashem. Ki ein shum sikui ba'olam shemishu acher yislach lechach utzma kadosh baruch Because there's no concept in the world that some other entity will forgive you, and your heart will be at ease only from kadosh baruch Which leads us to another question, which I'm debating to open up or not. We'll go for it. How does a person know that they're forgiven by Hashem? Itzemoshel yom mechaper. Try that again in, in languages that are far I mean, like far it's, it's Yom Kippur. Hashem is going to forgive us as long as we're like a part of the club. Well, then if that's, that's true, then there's no real fear there. Right. You know, that's, that's the right. 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 Like, okay, if Hashem has to do it, he's going right. to do it. He's answering, he's saying, Kim Chaslicha, the day itself of Yom Kippur is Mechapur. That's fine. How does that connect to Laman Tivara? That's not going to make me fear. So the thing is, but even if it does, how do you know? Right. That that's my that's my real question. How do you know that you were forgiven? How do you feel that you were forgiven? That's a very deep question. How does a person feel? I guess you have to. Be, at the, essentially, you have to believe that you were forgiven. There was a chut. Today, I'm saying. Back then, no, he's right. One of the reasons why we cry over Churban Beis Hamikdash. 
It's because in Beis HaMikdash we knew if we were forgiven or not. When the thing would turn red, remember? We had it. White. Huh? Turn white. White. From red to white. Yeah, but, but that was enough for me to feel like we're good. Really? Yeah? Did it ever turn the other color? I just stopped seven years beforehand. It just didn't turn white anymore. And the Chorban happened. But, but I'm saying up until that point, every year... Every year was worse. It was, it was That's why the Simcha and Yom Kippur was a Simcha like none before, because the Am felt that they were forgiven. The Am did, but the individual... But your person was back then, to be mevatel yourself in the Klal Ha'am, was a much easier thing to do than today. Sure, yeah. I'm saying... Much easier. You do ask the question of how do I know that I'm forgiven? Right, okay. today I'm saying, forget about yeah, the Taz of the Bed. Even then, like, I'm, I think the question resounds even in the Taz of the Bed. Okay. For all I know, yeah, the, the Yom was both Hashem, the Yom was forgiven, but in the next coming days, maybe I didn't deserve another year, and, and maybe that's it. Maybe things will okay, change. Okay, I'll flip the question on you. Could it be that a person can be forgiven and yet still be decreed that his, his time is up? Yeah, but I don't want to talk of about it. Of course. Yeah. Right? Okay. So let's go back inside now because just, that doesn't. I just want to chat. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you we were going to ask, though, after that, what about the Nadal Machaber? If there's only fear of, of. If the only fear is ever, period, is with Hashem, then, then to be mochel someone else. But then I answered the question. You did. You just said, yeah. No, because ultimately, it, it, that it comes through, it comes to Hashem. Nachon. It comes to Hashem. By the way, the stuff between Adam and Chavero, you know, that's the stuff you got to do now. Right. That's this week, mainly. Right? Yom Kippur is, you know, it's through Ben Adam and Chavero to reach the place of... Chabad doesn't say this week. There's no Slichas in Lubavitch. Yeah. Say something true. That's why, really, I became Lubavitch about eight, nine years ago when I... Now I do because I dive in here, but I haven't said Slichas and Sesame Chuvah in many years. It's the first year. It was the Tzemach Sadek who said it's time yeah. for my sins. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah. Uh, and it makes, uh, it makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. Not, not, uh, not like because we're cop-outs and we want to, you know, hide behind the... Oh, yeah, it makes sense not to say Slichas. You're saying, like, uh, Right, you also have to wake up Shabbos Mavarachim very early and say the whole book of Tehillim. The whole, I ever tell you the story when, when I first met Matasiel, so he, was te- he told me that, he said to me, uh, he said, you know, I was so, uh, in the big, he, when he first got into Hasidus, he was, um, he, he barely knew how to read Hebrew. So, but he knew, look at what famous he had. He, he, didn't, he knew that Lubavitchers have to say the whole book of Tehillim on Shabbos morning, before, before Shabbos Mavarchim, right, before Shul. So he saw, he tried a few times when he would get up with the rest of the guys, it wouldn't work, so he used to get up at four in the morning to say the whole book of Tehillim in time so that he can join the 10 a.m. Shafras. So he sang Tehillim for five, six hours just so he could finish the whole book of Tehillim. Right, so if you don't say Slich and say the same truth, Jeremy. Can I just be honest? You have to. I have to be honest. I can't, I'm challenged tremendously by Slich yeah. It both knew me cold, um, and I'm like, that's not true. Look at the Arabs; they're much worse. Than okay, this. we're going. We're going back inside. We're going no, back no, inside. I, I, I'm with you, and all of us share that sentiment because none of us no. feel like we're reading the story of our lives when we're reading words that we don't understand. But that's not the point for today. I want to. I want to stick. I'm okay. sorry. Okay, I'll, I'll tee it away from politics. So this is just no, no, nothing with politics. I just want to no. stick to. If it's, if it's this, yes. It was the question you asked about. How do you feel forgiven? Yes. Meaning, maybe I read too much Ishbin 
kids, but like Hashem gives us. I mean, He made us. What is this about? Meaning, like, I, I'm really like, I, maybe I'm like a, a kid that doesn't want to ask for forgiveness from his father, and I kind of like think about my kids. But I feel like Hakadosh Baruch Hu, man, we're trying our hardest here. Like we're living in Israel, everyone's like struggling. Everyone's like, there's some parts of us that are just like barely holding on, and others are like, you're not going to forgive us? Come on! We're like in Eretz Israel. We're doing our very best. We're learning Torah every day. We're like building this show. We're like doing this whole thing. Like Yalla, we're not going to forgive us. Like I, Leman Tivare. I just like. But don't you don't you have? Yeah, but you have to ask for Mechila. But you asked, how do I know that he's going to forgive us? And I'm saying, like, come on. No, I said, how do you know? How do you know that you feel that you were forgiven? That's what I'm saying. I feel that's like my that's, question. Is that not a? Is that maybe I'm off? I feel like a kind of. I am off. Really? Well, isn't I can't more, tell. Uh, is it, I mean, you've been talking. You've been a, on this same thing. There's a more tangible thing that's going on. That if I've come to the point where I've internalized and I feel it inside myself like that I did something wrong right. because I got to that point and now I want to ask for Mechila right. because we've already established that you can't just say oh I like oh I'm sorry like I'm sorry like right. if you don't feel it you could tell okay so yeah. and if you're feeling it that means that you feel like something's wrong Lamash you feel like right. something's wrong so I go to Hashem and I say whatever it is that I do I do my Teshuvah if that feeling goes away if that feeling goes away and it doesn't come back, then I know I'm forgiven. Oh, that's cool. That's a that's a that's technical cool. whatever. That feeling went away, so I know here I'm forgiven. That's Maybe beautiful. it comes back in the future, and oh, I have to revisit it. But right. if it went away, that's then beautiful. I'm when did I, I, I forgot. It was Shachati. The what? How should I help me forget it? Oh, the shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like. I think what Jeremy's referring to is the reason it's the reason why people aren't say you shouldn't learn Ishmael. No, I agree with Jeremy. Because there's a place. Some people feel like we'll just we're getting beaten down because right. I that's it's a very op- I love it because it's so optimistic. And you keep on football. Like, I feel like I want to share the, go there the with, with that attitude that that Hashem will accept it because Hashem knows how hard we're working. Right. So like right. there's an that gets me to like open the door. But Nothing. can you say you're really trying your like, best, Jeremy, all the time? But I, I, don't think I, I think I think Jeremy's. I think I think I want to explain what he's saying in another in a way of a teaching from Reb Tzadok Klein, that Reb Shlomo only said one time while he was a little bit drunk on the last Purim of his life, and he and he was in an Ishbitzer based medrash in Borough Park, and he actually said I can only say this here today, and it was such a gevald Torah, but we yanked it out of Evan Shlomo Ambrosius because it, it's it's too, it's it's not even for this, it's not even for this world, the following teaching. Correct me if I'm wrong with what you're saying. The Reb Tzadok Akain of Lublin says like this, the first, the first murder in the world between two brothers was Cain killing Hevel, right? So, <clears throat> what does Hashem say to Cain? What does he ask him? Where's your brother? What does he answer him? Am I my brother's keeper? But what is he really saying to him? He's not. He's not saying. He's not asking a question to Hashem. He's actually telling Hashem something. Yeah, you're, 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 you're my brother's keeper. Hasha, I'm I my brother's keeper. You're my brother's keeper. Meaning that essentially, that essentially, there's a place that we don't have Rishut to really go into because we don't know what to do with that. That's saying that if you did not want this to happen, Hashem. You you wouldn't have let it happen. So so this is this is what we're building up to. But the, age, the whole kind of felty pole, like, One second, one second, guys. I know there's a lot going on. Just bear with me. The, what, what, we, what we have in the Eish Kodesh, and specifically for the Chavah that we here yesterday, you see, and we're going to see today, the Eish Kodesh is going in and out of that Mahalach. 
back and forth throughout this whole piece we're learning in Rosh Hashanah 1939. You see, he's dancing around it the whole piece. Because what you're saying is true. Like, you created me, so you know. If, and if you know, then you want me to pretend that I can just say, oh, I'm so, so sorry, sorry, please forgive me. You, you know, now that's, that's true. But that takes away man's whole avoid in this world, if that's the way that I live. Yeah, the Ishbitz we learned from Rav Gavriel Prinsky, that's exactly so the, era, the era has to be there Hashem gives us the ability to have that fear but you can't separate that from your from your faith your it's not a lechatchila way Rabbi Shlomo said at the end of his life he said I've been spending so many years thinking about what is the shita for a Jew to live is it Rabbi Nachman or is it the Meshilach he was going back and forth for many years what is the way how, how, do you, how are you supposed to live in this world I'll be shita of the Ishbitzer, this is, this is what you're saying. Or the shita of Reb Nachman, that it's tshuva, it's tshuva, it's tshuva, and I talk to Hashem about it. I bring it, everything before Hashem, we talk about it, we talk about it. I'm not pretending that there are any illusions. What do you think he said? What did he say? No, what did he say? Lemaisa? Rebbe Nachman. Yeah. He said, he said that it's, in other words, he said, to do it, al pi shitas ishbitz, but what kinds of kind of removes you from this world. You, do it al pi shitas Rabbi Nachman. There's a way for you to still to still have something to do here. It kind of feels like both a little bit. Though. It's like chatila. It's Rabbi Nachman. You you seek tshuva. You talk to Shin. He was asking lechatchila. You do the work in b'diavet. No, but he, he was asking. We don't. But that's the thing. We don't live b'diavet. We're forced to well, we live b'diavet. But we choose lechatchila. You never ever choose b'diavet. Right. right. B'diavet is forced on us all the time. Well, and therefore, thank God the meshilach is there. The Exactly. So the Warsaw Ghetto, there's no Lechatchila. You're forced to go dead. there. Very good. The That's why that piece in the Eish Kodesh sounds so much like the Mashilach. It's unbelievable. Right. It's unbelievable. Because he's saying, do you think any of us chose to be here and, 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 ref- and relate to you, Hashem, on the level of this on kind this of existence. era? Yeah. Not a chance. That's the, I mean, to your credit, like that, was, that was the beauty of bringing in uh, the Rubab Jerari yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it was the fusion between concepts. Yeah. Saying, yeah, do the work, do the work. Yeah. And then you're going to get there and you're going to realize um, is because God decides right. I'm here now, so therefore you're close to me. And you're right, you're doing your you're sinful. But come in because I chose to be close to you right now. It's, my, you, it's nothing to do with you. This is my thing. Have, saying, right. in, in other words, we have, we have no chance of full chuba because it's impossible. But that's also like in the realm of like Hashem. Like the, the things that are concealed right. are to him. Right. We're just supposed to deal with the Nikon. Nachon. Nachon. I, 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 I thought that like I I shook me up yesterday. I couldn't like I couldn't continue learning until until he brought in the Lavatcherevi and then he he made it okay again. Really saved it. It's, no, it's, a, it's a very we haven't even gotten to the that was just the beginning of it. Okay, let's let's go back inside. I'm just going to read this paragraph again. Rashi Masbir Shirak Kim Chas Licha Iev Shal Diskot Lislichat Avonot Radei Afechad Achel Shum Alach El Arakim Chas Licha Lachen Leman Tivare Yesh Lirak Yesh Lirak Rak Mehashem Ki En Shum Sikui Ba Olam Shemishu Acher Yislach Lecha Chutz Ma Kadosh Baruch Hu 
כך מפרש רש"י, זה מה רש"י עושה. שרק אצלך השם הסליחה, I'm only gonna feel forgiven for what I've done in this world, even the wronging I did to others, this is what I think he's saying, even when I wronged others and they forgive me, I still have to ask Hashem Mechila for those things as well. I'm in awe from God knowing that only He can forgive me. That's how, that's Rashi. I'm in awe of Hashem, not only because He's so great, He's so big, He's so glamorous, but because I know that essentially I can only feel like I can go on in my life, in my heart, when I receive Slich and Kapara from Him. And therefore, I'm some, such a Yerav Yom Kippur, because Yitzu Moshe Yom Because I know that that's the day that brings Slicha and Kapara, therefore, I'm in so much more awe from that day, because I know that the Mok... I didn't choose the tenth of Tishrit, Yom Slicha and Kapara. You chose it. I didn't choose this. This was your Chab. This is your Hamtza'ah, Hashem. This is your invention. You chose for that to be this day. That's Rashi. Now look what the Ibn Ezra says. Ha'ibn Ezra omer pshat acher. Shnei pshatim tovim me'od, achem acherim zeh mizeh. Rav Ginsburg says, Rashi and Ibn Ezra's pshats are great, but they're different. Rashi we understood. What does the Ibn Ezra say? Ha'ibn Ezra omer, Sh'david ha'melech omer la'kadosh baruchu ki'im ha'aslicha. King David told God, Slicha is with you. She'im tislachli, that if you forgive me, jump after that, ve'yesh b'kochachal yisloachli, and it's in your power to forgive me, and kulam yodim ma'asiti. Let's say everyone knows what I did. Asiti kach v'kach, I did so and so. Begam ha'brit, achinora she'acholiot, I blemished the bris, which is the worst that could be. Gam shvich uzdamim, also murder. Whatever it is. But im tekabelet tshuvati v'tislachli, kulam yiru mimcha. This answers a little bit of the Ish Kodesh yesterday. What is he saying? Giving me forgiveness, everybody This will bring awe on the whole world if they see that someone like me, that was so sincere after falling so low, was accepted and forgiven from you. This brings back this concept of Lama Yamura Goyim Ayeloehim. So it addresses what the Ish Kodesh was saying yesterday in the ghetto. And we're going to go back to it in a second. Only God knows by the truth of the full heart. If they see that you forgave me, as I call a Yehudim, all Yidin, and all non-Jews, they will fear you. And this, the last three words are key here. What is he saying over here? they won't despair from tshuva. If, if the whole world sees that as low as I fell, I still feel loved by you, do you know what that does to a person? He says, it's, that, and it's always possible to come back home. It brings, it wipes out yeush from the whole world. When am I misyayish usually? When I think there's no chance for me to be forgiven, or I can't ever reach it. But when I see someone and I know how low he fell, I'm told how low he fell, 
and he's dancing before you because somehow he feels forgiven by you, this brings another... I can't even tell you how many times I've seen people that fell to the lowest of lows. But because they did tshuva, and I see that they felt forgiven, whether I know if they're forgiven or not, what, that gave, what kind of boost that gave me to say, I can do anything now. I can mamish do anything now. So that's how the Ibn Ezra is explaining, Ki imcha aslicha leman tivar. Since it's in your kayach to be salach to other people, this can truly cause other people to feel that they always have a chance to come back to you, Hashem, no matter what. So here, tivare with him is really more awe than fear, it seems. It's like just so wondrous and amazing. Yeah. Oh, Because Rashi is more like fear. It's like, uh-huh. oh, you have slicha, I'm in your clutches. Yeah. Is that really awe? I mean, that's back into relation to someone's relationship with himself. No, that, I mean, that the world that would that see. You can do that, I can, you know, what does that have to do with, with Hashem? Say, say your question again, I'm okay. sorry. Well, if someone, the, the idea is that if, if someone can be forgiven, right, or at least go through the process of tshuva, right, yeah. it inspires other people because they see that that person is now refreshed and a weight is off their shoulders. Yeah. So I, I get that they feel inspired. I, I totally relate to that. Is that awe of Hashem? To me, I'm not talking about year of fear, but I'm saying, is that all of Hashem? Is that all? Oh, is that Hashem? Is, it, is that that person <coughs> on themselves? Like, how do I'm now relating it in a personal level? I hear you. I, for me, it would be, but I could hear that it might not be for you. That it'd be, it would be. Can, can I answer this question? Yeah. If I'm looking at this, basically, what Hershey's pointing out here, it seems like what Ibn Ezra is saying, that Chuva is the process. If the person was a murderer or did all these other terrible things and did tshuva, that means that he, he's, he's a different person now, then that shows that God forgave him. Like God released that weight from upon him. And then, again, they bring the question back, and then it's the person who went through a process. It's not, isn't that what you're, essentially what you're saying? Like the, yeah. tshuva, the tshuva, he did, he did tshuva, he changed. I'm saying it ends up the person. Of course Hashem forgives him, or Hashem is, it, it ultimately it's up to Hashem if he's forgiven. I, I'm not saying that that's not the right. case. What I am saying is that the, the awe that, that people have, right. or that, that the awe that's inspired is more in the fact that it can be done, not as much as that it's Hashem who's doing the forgiveness. What Hashem's doing for that other person is between him and Hashem. No, but a person feels, I have a chance. If it, if it worked, if, if he could do that, and he was so low, that's not awe. That, then I have a chance I, I too. What you're oh, you're saying that that's not all. You're I, saying that's more love? It reminds me of what you taught in the, in the parentage your, a few shabbos ago about what you, with your kids and reading the stories of the tzaddikim and how it's important like, that your kids careful to be like, oh, but, but that's that guy. Right. Like, I'm not that guy. Right. Like, I'm not that guy. So they disconnect from it. So maybe part of, you know, part of the idea is you see this guy who's been whatever, and now all of a sudden you see everything's happy, everything looks great, and you're like, yeah, but that's great for him, but I'm not that guy. Like, it's almost like you're more in awe of what he's been able to accomplish. Right. Like, wow, that guy's been able to accomplish something amazing, and it's almost like the awe is misplaced. Like, the You're awe saying the, the awe goes on the person, not on not an upper for That's the way I'm That's the way. Interesting. There's another take also. <coughs> you know, here's this guy who's complete low life. And Hashem forgives him. So, why wouldn't it 
why wouldn't the thought arise that you don't care? You don't have to be afraid. Hashem's a softy. Nothing to be afraid of. Right. Nothing to be afraid of. But if, the, ah, if, he, if even uh-huh. he can be forgiven, what do I have to fear? Meaning, all you're asking the question of how could, why does forgiveness, why should forgiveness arouse awe? When it comes That's the question tshuva, I hear from everybody, right? right? We're talking about specifically when it comes through doing tshuva. So often, not just that he's willing to forgive us. Right, so that's, that's, what the, that's what the Ibn Ezra is saying. He's saying if, if, we're, if, we're, if he's willing to forgive us, wow, meaning awe in the term of, maybe awe here means awesome. Not, 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 not petrified. Right, that I'm looking at how big he is. But isn't that unbelievable? Isn't that so I think I think maybe and that, and, and Hershey and Josh and Shimmy I think that actually addresses it. Meaning it could we have this concept of nora. Now nora in Hebrew means terrible. Means also awesome, right? Yamima noraim. They could be terrible days or they could be awesome days. It depends on depends on what you're doing with it. But but like what Jerry's saying, if since a person could actually be forgiven. That that's like the Rambam says that that Averis can become schlius. Like who could do that other than a kaddish Ki imcha That's only from you. I think. Uh, awesome. Your Shabbat drasha, and even yesterday's like the Rebbe's teaching yesterday. I'll do the victim consciousness, like just the history of like how education works in you know the Orthodox system in America in particular. Tshuva and Yira are like the nastiest, it, it's like the, frightening. the nastiest, most frightening place you want to go to. And your Shabbat Shuvah Drasha like completely like pushes that, you know, is trying to like wash that out of us basically. Right. I'll speak person, wash that out of me. Where it's like, no, this is not one of these like scary, dangerous, yeah, it's scary because there's work involved, but not one of these things that you have to rake yourself over the coals. So, like, we came home from the Shabbat Shuvah and when my guest said, well, how am I supposed to forget when all of Yom Kippur I'm saying Hashem Nu Bagadnu? So I did a little bit of the Ahavas Yisrael stuff we learned. I said, that's a plural term. We're not right. just taking it. I said, you know, I was trained to go to the back of the sitter and make sure I really understood what the Hashem Nu Bagadnu meant and like internalize that completely and like you won't be able to get past the first page Correct. if you spend the whole time Correct. doing that to yourself. Who sent us the link? Was it you, Kenny? Before... Rosh Hashanah, someone sent the link on the Bnei Machshavatov group out from a certain machsa that says which tefillahs you should definitely make sure you... Yeah, that's the new, right? the new Rav Ramon. Uh, oh, that really? It was brilliant. Well, right? I saw it. He, he's out by the hub. You know, yes. Yeah. And it was the same day that we had the discussion about... Which, right. I brought up about being frustrated with so much material to right. cover. Right. It was Dafka that afternoon that somebody showed me this uh, that's interesting. With, the, with the color coding. That's interesting. Yeah. We just flipped it, right? We, we, we flipped it now. We turned year out to be something which is not relatable. That's you. No. Year scared to something which is relatable. He did that. <coughs> wow. If he can do that, think about what I can do. Two different pshatim. Year is awesome. Exactly. Not, awesome. Uh, fear. It's two different pshatim. This is, we're, not, we're not saying we're not trying to show everyone makes sense. We're just showing. This is Rashi. This is Ibn Ezra. Now I want to hear what Jerry says. I want to hear what Gershon says. I want to hear what David says. Like this is what we're here to do. Now, the Malbim on the bottom over here is very, very, very interesting, and it's very much to do with what we said yesterday. We said yesterday that when you hurt someone, 
and you really need them to forgive you, you don't really need them to forgive you. What do you really, really need from them? To go back to what it was before. That's what you really are looking for. And because that's almost impossible for a human being that was cheated on or hurt to immediately not just forgive you, but to go back to the way it was before, it makes this game even trickier, but it also really makes emuna something so much more beautiful. Why? Because emuna means that after tshuva, Hashem doesn't just forgive me, He goes back with me to the way it was before the sin. Boy, we have a paradigm. We have the ego as a half. And Hashem forgave us. We didn't go back to what was. We went to something else. We went, we had to build a Mishnah. There was, it, it was a different, it wasn't what was. It was something new and different. Nahon. But that's not always the way it is. It's possible, with the Rambam opened the gates for us to do this. It's not our own Hamza'ah. When the Rambam explains the difference between Shuvah and Yira and Shuvah and Ahava, the Shuvah out of Yira makes your sins into mistakes, considered to be mistakes, and Shuvah out of Ahava makes your sins to become mitzvahs. That means it goes back to the way it was and even goes more beautiful. And we learned last year even the most beautiful Hasidic Shavuot on this. In Tashlich, my brother told me this many years ago. In Tashlich, what do we do with our Averas? We throw them into the water. We go through the whole process of Tshuva, Yom Kippur, then we get to Sukkot, Simcha, Zman Simcha Seinu. What are we busy doing on Sukkot? Drawing water. We're drawing from the water. So really what ha- what's happening is that we go back to the place we took our sins and threw it into, we get rid of it and we mamash put, bring it there and that goes on the Mizbeach. In the world of Chuga, there isn't going back to what it was. You're always growing. <clears throat> Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. Now the Malbim addresses this thing. Of course. Of course. Now, look at the bottom yeah, that's the greatest bliss in the world. The drawing of the water means those are averot. <coughs> look what they are now. Well, they're not averot now. That's my tshuva. My tshuva is going on to the mizbeach. It's givat voice, no? Isn't that a beautiful? Vort? I don't know if it's such a voice. I think it's mamish, like something that's going on there in an emes. Hopefully, voids are real. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> You know, we don't have to go inside the Mabim, because I, I want to get to the Ishka, but the, the, the point of the Mabim over here is that he's saying, basically, Ki imcha slicha, what can really bring me to a state of awe? Knowing that it's only you that I can go back to the way it was before in Avera. Leman tivare. What brings real yirat onto a person? Knowing that it's only with Hashem, that when He forgives me after real tshuva, He doesn't just say, I forgive you. But he says, okay, now let's go back to the way it was uh, before. Chadash Yeah. Time machine. So when you do an Avera, so let's say, let's say you put it into a pit. Right. And now when you do tshuva on that same thing, so you're doing a mitzvah, but you're also causing another mitzvah because you're taking that Avera out of the pit. Ah, uh, very good. So it's like, now, very now good. you act like you never did it. <laughs> you heard what he said? Do that again. Say, say it again, say it again. <laughs> So, mitzvah versus mitzvah, right? So, when you do an Avera, so it's like, then you have this Avera and you put it into a pit, okay? Now, when you do the mitzvah, 
tshuva on that same thing. So you're doing this mitzvah, but you're also mitzvah geveras mitzvah. You're causal mitzvah because you're now taking that avera out of the pit, and you cause it into a mitzvah. So you really went back to like you never did it before ever. It was never. It was never even there. Mitzvah geveras mitzvah. You do a mitzvah that causes. But only then now it's a seed that you planted. Yeah, now he managed to the pit. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. All right, so all, all this was really a build-up for, for what, what what we're going back into right now, and this is I, I'm very excited about this because it's gonna it's gonna bring a lot of shalom to everything we're learning, and uh, especially for those who weren't here yesterday, this this piece from from Rav Weinberger now explaining the Ish Kodesh out out of this world.